Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Todd Coconato Podcast, otherwise known as The Remnant. My name is Pastor Todd Coconato. It is 12-29-2021, days away from 2022. And I want to welcome you to the broadcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. We have so much to talk about as we get ready to go into this new year, and I hope that you had a wonderful Christmas with family and friends. I hope you didn't get into arguing over things, and I hope you really just were able to get some rest. Isn't rest good? I hope you got some rest. I need some rest. I'm going to try to get some rest the next few days. That's why our normal podcast schedule is a little bit interrupted, but I'm going to tell you something. Um, I've really been spending time with the Lord and getting vision for 2022, and we're going to go over some of that today, but there, there's some key takeaways that I want to share with you today. And I kind of alluded to this in a post, and I'll probably do another live video on this as well. Um, and I'm going to try to to lay this out for you as as best as I can. But you know, we've watched this movement. I don't know what what we want to call the movement, um, the greater movement in our country. This big awakening that's been happening. It's not just happening in America; it's happening all around the world. Uh, we've seen people take to the streets and. Many, many people that historically didn't research are now awake, not woke, they're awake and they're, they're researching and they're seeing certain things that we've talked about over the years and um, many, many people that some people that just had no clue about some of the things that I used to talk about only a few years ago are now very engaged. And so that's um, encouraging for me to watch. I don't know if you've witnessed this as well. And some of you will still say, well, my wife or my husband is totally asleep still. And it's very hard. I get it. Um, you know, they're not, some people are not going to awaken at the same time. And, and, you know, it's just, uh, the way it is. My mom was awake many years before my dad even thought about being awake, you know? And so, uh, oftentimes, you know, you got to kind of go on the journey a little bit alone. It gets a little lonely, but that's why God connected us with this group because we are a like-minded group. And that's why I encourage you to connect with other remnant me- members and get on our monthly zoom call. We're going to have one in January. Uh, get on the Zoom, and uh, we didn't have one in December, and I'll tell you the reason why. Did we have one? In, maybe in early December, but uh, it's just because of the holidays, and it's just a very hectic time of year, and I know many of you have been traveling and with family, so it's just hard to get everybody together, but we are we are going to have monthly Zoom calls in 2022, and that's an important uh, evening when we have that because everybody can get on, and you get to see each other's faces, and I think it's just special for the remnant to come together. And, uh, you know, we just talk about uh, things that are going on in this community and we give you an opportunity to share if something puts, you know, Lord put something on your heart and some people want to share their testimony. Some people just want to share what God's doing in their situation or whatnot. And so uh, that's the opportunity to do that. But um, but this community, I mean, I encourage you, like I said, you know, uh, connect with one another. I recently did a post about where everybody lives, you know, look on that post and see where everybody lives. And if there's somebody near you, you know, friend those people and find out, you know, more about them because God is bringing the remnant together. He's raising up a righteous remnant army for a time as this. I think uh, all of us have noticed that by now, this rising remnant, it, it was so needed the church for many years was walking in apathy, was walking in uh, complacency. And by the way, I'm not taking any credit for any of this. I'm just saying this is what God's doing in this hour. And it's encouraging because it needed to happen. He's separating the wheat from the chaff. Uh, there's a major separation that's going on. I really believe that's what this whole thing is about is, is God is, is refining his church. He's getting us ready. He's, he's teaching us how to go deeper. 
uh, the fundamentals of our faith, how to war, who we are in Jesus Christ, our identity, what we're able to accomplish. We've gone through many of these things uh, during the Sunday services recently. And so um, I'm encouraged to see the growth of this group. I think many of you have grown substantially. Um, I, I can see it. I know the Lord can see it. You know, maybe your friends and family can probably see it. And if you're experiencing more warfare, that's good. I know that sounds bad, but it's actually good because it means you're over the target and it means you're making a difference and you're a threat. And so um, God has opened doors in this year. He's opened many doors. Uh, he's closed some doors, some doors that were tough. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's separated us from certain people, people that we may have not wanted to be separated from. But remember, God's, uh, you know, protecting us and rejection is God's protection. And so if he's closed the door, don't try to force that door open. Let it be closed. God's closed it for a reason. If he, if he separated you from an individual, he's doing it for a reason. And I'm speaking to myself on this because this is one of my key takeaways. So one of the big things that I learned, so, you know, we have a big heart for unity. And when I see people that I think are part of the remnant, I want to unify like, wow, that's awesome. That person has a remnant ministry and they're doing a work for the Lord. And by the way, they, they may be. It's not like they're bad or anything, but the problem is people are people, people are human. And I really believe that God wants me to protect this group as a shepherd. That's what shepherds do. And I have to watch out for all of us. And uh, we all need to do that for each other. Many of you write me with words that God has given you, um, things that, you know, the Lord has revealed to you. And I take those very seriously, by the way. So thank you for doing that. There's intercessors, key intercessors in this group that text me and, and update me on certain things. And I thank you. I want, I want you to know how much I appreciate you. Honestly, we, I could not be doing this without you. Uh, thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers. You know, uh, it just means the world. And we've been able to accomplish uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit this year. I mean, so many people have come to know Jesus through this ministry and, and the different things that we're doing. And uh, many people have been saved and set free and healed and delivered. I get letters all the time of healings, marriages that are restored, people that are coming back to Jesus, prodigals that are going deeper that say, you know, Pastor Todd, for years, I just couldn't find a church and I got away from the Lord because I was hurt in the church. And then we found this broadcast, this ministry, and, you know, it's, it's revitalized us and we're, we're back in the faith. And, you know, so those things are so humbling. I'm just telling you right now, it's so humbling. Uh, I was just up in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and we were able to help the community up there. And, you know, I don't want to boast about these things because the Bible says then that'll be your reward. I don't want that to be my reward. So we don't say a lot of the things that we're doing. I'm not one of these people that's going to just put everything on social media because then I feel like that is our reward. And we want our reward to be in heaven. And we want to do things because we're doing it for the glory of God, not because we want attention. And I know some of you get what I'm saying, okay, because there's a lot of people out there that are doing things, you know, it, it appears like they might want some attention or a pat on the back for it. I don't want to be one of those people. Um, so I'm just telling you right now, like, you know, we're not going to broadcast everything that we're doing, but I always tell you, test the spirits, go to the spirit of God, go to the Holy Spirit and say, is this, is this ministry legit? Is this, is, you know, is this community legit? And I believe the spirit will speak to you. The Holy Spirit will speak to you. Okay. But so many amazing things. And I, like I said, salvations in the thousands, thousands, think about that, right? We talked about that on the last show. So I'm not going to reiterate all this stuff, but you know, we were able to uh, help in the saving of lives. Uh, over 200 people's lives are saved this year. I'm, I'm talking about literally they're alive uh, because of some of the efforts that we've been able to do here in helping people get out of Afghanistan, different things like that. So 
again, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for believing in us. Thank you for being part of this remnant group. Um, thank you for prayerfully sowing into the ministry. And I just want you to know, I read every email. I read every, every correspondence, every letter. And I can't tell you how precious and how humbled I am. I mean, you're going to bring tears to my eyes right now. I mean, how humbled I am at what God is doing here. So just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I don't want to get emotional right now. Okay. You know, I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy to walk through this time. I know many of you are, you know, I'm sensitive. Uh, People have hurt me in the church, outside of the church. I'm sure you've gone through this too. So I just, I just want to say thank you for your kindness and your intercessory prayers and your support. And so just please know, I sincerely mean that again, my, my, I'm trying not to cry right now. Okay. Okay. Pull yourself together time. Um, let me, let me tell you this. So a key takeaway, um, is, is that we are going to protect this community. And I know I have such a desire to, to partner with other ministries, but I can't control what other pastors and other ministers do. And so unfortunately, a very unfortunate thing, but something that happens and it's happened throughout the years in the ministry that I've seen is people get jealous. They get manipulative. They get controlling. I know it's so ugly. It's so ugly. And I hate to talk about this, Uh, But I've just seen it too many times. And um, so when we let somebody into our community with an open arm and we and we align with another ministry, there's potential for issues. And this is where I need to be more guarded, more careful. Um, This last year was a real eye opener for me. Something like this happened in, in a certain situation. It caused a lot of grief. And so anyway, going forward, we're going to be more careful about who we align with. Um, The Lord literally woke me up. I don't know if you remember when I had that angelic visitation from that messenger angel. It was very powerful. And uh, one of the things that that messenger angel said, I don't know if I was sleeping or if I was awake, but it was a very powerful encounter and um, one like I've not had in many, many years. And and the angel, what, what it said was, you know, one of the things that it said was was come out from among them. And I really believe we're meant to be set apart. And I really believe we're, we're meant to be really, you know, consecrated. Um, you know, the, the attacks of the enemy, the accusations, you know, they're, they're horrible. And the warfare is intense. And so we have to be very consecrated, very set apart, very careful who we're aligning ourselves with. And I've, I've learned this. Listen, I take a lot of pictures with people. See, I'm kind of learning as we go. You know, but when I go and speak at different places and things, people want their pictures, you know, and so I take pictures and stuff. Well, I didn't realize that, you know, sometimes when you take pictures with people, other people, um, they think things, you know, I don't know, because they're maybe they're into pornography or maybe they're, you know, their minds in the gutter or whatever. But, you know, you just got to be careful taking pictures with people. I mean, it's crazy, but, you know, I got to be aware of these things. You know, I don't think like that. I just think like, oh, wow, I'm taking a picture with a person. But, you know, other people think other things. So. You know, I'm learning. Um, obviously, I pastored for many years. I mean, I was on the radio in Los Angeles, but I, you know, this is the first time in my life, the first season where at least people want to take pictures with me. You know, it's kind of weird. And, uh, you know, people come up to you all the time and people get in contact with you all the time. And so I'm learning as we go here, too. But I want to always make sure that I avoid even the appearance of evil. So, you know, again, just these things with like these other men, you know, I'm a very, I'm a big promoter. I want to promote other ministries. I want to, you know, I have a heart to, to just bless people. And, and, you know, we, we're, we're just, um, I don't want to say we're innocent, but you know, we tend to see the best in people and their potential. And sometimes, um, you know, we, we just have to operate with wisdom and discernment in these things, because unfortunately not every minister and not every ministry out there 
is is fully above the line and above the board in the way they operate. And some people have different intentions and different motives and they want followers and likes and, um, you know, they're all into marketing and building their ministry and building their kingdom. And so when we, if we align with people like that, what happens is we, it, it, the Bible says the little leaven leavens the whole lump. And I'm not talking about one specific person. So don't think I'm talking in some type of cryptic or coded message here. I just think this is a, a, an in general thing where, you know, I can't control with what other ministers are doing or what they're saying or so anyway, I still have a heart for unity, big heart for unity, but I just, I think we need to be a little more guarded, a little bit more careful some people are out there doing certain things that I necessarily would not do. And, uh, and so, you know, when we have them on the show, it's not just having them on the show, because I think just having somebody as a guest, that's just having somebody as a guest. But if you literally are like partnering and aligning with these other ministries, that's where it gets, you know, you know you're, you're basically vouching for them. And then if they do something different, you know, down the line or shady, you're kind of pulled into it because you've aligned with them. So, so the, Bible, you know, the Bible says just, you know, test the spirits, and then I felt like that messenger angel was saying to me, you know, come out from among them. So we're just going to guard this group. That's that's what I'm trying to say here. We're going to guard this group. And this is a very special group. It's a very beautiful thing that God's done here. And so I just want to I want to steward it correctly. I want to guard. And, you know, we're going to we're going to be prayerful about everything that we go to, that we attend, where we speak. Um, you know, is this fruitful for us to go? Because honestly, when we do these broadcasts, this this reaches you know, one one broadcast reaches like a hundred thousand people. You know, and sometimes more on all the on all the various uh, streaming channels and everything. Just one broadcast, so one show, like every show. Think about that. Every show that we do, like a hundred thousand people or more listen to. So so it's it's really fruitful to do a show. Sometimes me going out and us spending kingdom money, you know, for the hotel and the rental car or whatever, and you know, or Uber or whatever it is that you're you know you're spending while you're out. You know, you got to make sure is this being most effective for the kingdom or is it better to be in the studio doing a broadcast, you know? And so we're just we got to weigh all this stuff out. We're learning. But what we're doing in building this, you know, underground railroad for the remnant in this late hour, um, we have to steward this because God has big vision here and he wants to equip the saints and he wants, you know, many of us in this community, we don't have the fellowship with other remnants in our community. You know, we're, we've tried. We've looked. Uh, but a lot of times we feel, you know, often we feel alone. And and so we're our desire is like, you know, please, Lord, you know, send other people that are of like mind. And so God has done that. And uh, we need to focus on that and, and really move forward with this mission and this vision. Because this is a very important vision. And it's a very important mission. It, it's, it's, it's the remnant in the world, you know, around the world. And it's not one ministry. It's, you know, I'm not trying to say we have like, you know, this particular group has a you know, a, a monopoly on the remnant. That's not what I mean. But we're, we're, we're looking, we're seeking to, to connect with and be a part of a community of sincere, like-minded believers that are really, you know, inquiring of the Holy Spirit and going deeper in the Lord. And it's not, you know, once you see all that other stuff that gets mixed in, you know, people that are doing it for the money or people that are doing it for their own glory or, you know, for their own likes and follows and building their own ministry and all this different stuff, then that what that is that's leaven and a little leaven leavens the whole lump so we need to be careful and we need to come out from among those types of, of individuals because so that that's going to require discernment so you say what are you trying to get to todd you spent like 10 minutes on this i'm just trying to tell you we we've we got to guard this community we got to guard our hearts and we've got to get the marching orders from the lord okay 
Uh, and, and this may be ministering to somebody out there, maybe in your own situation too, where you've, you've tried to figure out why the local church has not embraced you. Uh, you've tried to figure out why it's been so hard for you to connect with other believers because it seems like they're believers, but then for whatever reason, they don't see your vision. They don't understand what God's telling you. And I would just say that's that rejection is God's protection. So if, if somebody's not wanting to align with you or they don't see the vision that God's given you, that just probably means they're not the right people. And maybe later down the line, they'll get it. I've had that happen with me where 10 years later, people finally get it. Uh, but, but, you know, if Noah tried to explain what the Lord, you know, downloaded in his spirit, uh, you know, to the other people, I'm sure most people didn't understand about building the ark and it's going to rain. There's going to be a flood. You know, most people looked at him like he was crazy, like he was a conspiracy theorist. So this group, because we're many of us are prophetic, we get prophetic insight. Um, you know, some you, know, you may say, well, I'm not prophetic, but the Lord's been speaking in my heart. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, you know, you're getting the download, you're getting the, you know, the vision and you're, you're looking for the approval of man. You're looking for other, you know, sometimes we do that in our humanity. We want other people to say, oh, I get it. Yes. Oh, I see that. But sometimes you just got to walk into the calling and, and you're not going to get the majority of people to, to understand what God spoke to you. But he gave you the vision. He's going to give you the provision. Does that make sense? So so keep pressing ahead, but don't be upset if somebody doesn't align with you or, you know, they don't get it. And and if the Lord, you know, the Lord's telling you not to align with certain people and you're like, but why they'd be the perfect partner. Just just trust me on this. It's a big takeaway for me where I thought that other people were on the same page. And then as we dug deeper, I found out they're not. They had an appearance. They had a like a veneer. It, it looked like they were the remnant. It looked like, you know, they were saying the right things. They appeared to be. And in my humanity and me wanting to embrace other people that, you know, it seemed that they were like-minded. So then we started doing work together. And then you find out, well, actually, you know, they're not who I thought they were, you know. And it's a, it's a painful lesson. It's a hard lesson. Uh, but we're going to protect this group and 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 you're going to you're going to know because you know there are precious people that you can align with that really have your best interest that really do and they have mercy too because you know sometimes you just make a mistake or whatever and it's like you know there some people are vicious and then other people are just loving and they show the love of Christ and they they extend mercy and grace on you and those are the types of people you want you don't want people that are going to be attacking you and, and that are going to be pointing fingers at you. Now, of course, you want to be accountable and you want to be uh, available and, and open for, you know, any type of wise counsel. And I'm very transparent when I say that I appreciate that tremendously when people give me wise counsel. And, and some of you do. You know, you, you might catch something and you say, hey, you know, I know you didn't mean this, uh, but you said this or you did this. And I say, thank you, you know, because I'm not, you know, I'm not perfect. And I say that all the time. But that's the whole thing is that you do it with grace and you do it with love and you do it with mercy. You know, you're not here like attacking. When, when, so you just got to be careful because you want to align yourself and partner with people of like mind that are full of grace and mercy and that do operate in the love of Jesus Christ and that have a purity in their desire. This isn't about them. They're humble. This is about the greater mission and what God is doing in this hour. Because we're what we're trying to do, let's just face it, what we're trying to do is get as many people saved as possible, wake up as many people as possible. Uh, we want to see our nation restored. We want to see um, you know, the church uh, be the head and not the tail. And this isn't about one person or one ministry or one, you know, this is about a greater move of God. We know that the only way that this nation, this world, and when I say this nation, you could be in Australia, you could be in Canada, you could be in the UK, but it's the same answer. 
is that, you know, it's not, there's not a political answer, although I am definitely active in politics and I encourage the church to be active and, 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 you know, to, to go to your local meetings and get involved and, you know, be a part of the solution and, and be a voice and be outspoken. And these are all things that I'm hundred percent for, but ultimately this is a spiritual battle. And what we need is a church that understands warfare, contends, travails, fights in the spirit, you know, uh, prays, you know, without ceasing the faithful, fervent prayers of a righteous man avails much. Right. And, and this is what we've got to do. We can't lose hope and we can't get, you know, discouraged and beat down and, and grow weary. We've got to just understand this is for the long term and God is with us. And, and, you know, and that's it. And, you know, don't, don't let the other people get you down, you know? And so uh, it's a hard lesson for me. Um, you know, when I see people and it's like, uh, you know, look guys, <laughs> I've been in many green rooms in the Christian community. I've met with many major leaders. I mean, you know, world renowned Christian leaders that the whole world's talking about. And I'm sitting there in the green room with them. And, you know, sometimes they're just not as loving as you would think they would be. Sometimes they're, they're a little bit, um, you know, and again, they may just be guarded and that's fine. Um, but you know, I just, I've seen things that are disturbing in the body for years and I'm not here to critique and criticize, but I just think we've got to be humble. The Bible says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. We've got to have mercy and grace and, and hear people's heart and, and, you know, not gossip about them or try to destroy them or, you know, it's like, it's just crazy. Some of the things that happen out there. And, um, anyway, so a key takeaway for me in this whole thing is guard this group, guard your heart, test the spirits. A lot of the people that we were listening to only a year ago, we found out that they're really not people that we should be listening to. Let's just be real. Um, you know, that's why we say we're in this for the long-term relationship, not the short-term. You know, we don't want clickbait. We're not going to give you a bunch of hopium. Uh, the greatest hope that we can give you is that Jesus Christ is king and he sits on the throne and that we are winners because we serve a victorious God and we're overcomers. And uh, we're going to rule and reign with him for eternity. And but, you know, what he says on this earth is, is repentance is key. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, you know, and so he wants us to humble ourselves and to call upon the name of the Lord and we will be saved, you know, and and to repent from our sin and unrighteousness. And that's the answer. That's always the answer to revival. And, and many people want to see revival. And I believe we're in the beginning stages of the, the greatest revival in the history of the world. And we're seeing that end time harvest, you know, begin. And, and you know, like I say, when I go uh, different places, the lines are longer than I've ever seen of people that want prayer, uh, that want to get baptized, that want, I mean, it's, uh, you know, people are getting set free and healed and delivered like I've never seen in 22 years of ministry. And so, you know, uh, there's some amazing things that are happening. Uh, but at the same time, um, we have to keep our eye on the ball and we have to be guarded and make sure that we're not just uh, opening ourselves up. And uh, some of these people don't have the pure motives that you might think they do. And uh, that comes out and you start seeing that and you say, okay, all right. You know, and you pray for them. And it's not that we wish any harm upon them. We just, we pray for them and we, and we pray that the Lord shows their heart um, to, you know, to them that they see their own heart and that they repent and they course correct. I've had to course correct many times and you know, the Lord will reveal something to me and I say, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I was doing that. And then you make a course correction. You repent you ask for mercy, you ask for grace, and then you make a course correction. But the key is making that course correction. If you don't do that, you're going you're gonna to fall or you're going to end up in a bad place. And so you, you have to identify when you're off course. You have to say, oh, you know what? I'm off course. 
Um, but, you know, the Lord, and that's why it's so important. You know, the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. It's so important that we hear from the Lord. And so that, that's what this is. Look, we're going into this new year. And I'm believing wholeheartedly we're going to take the territory for the kingdom of God. I'm believing that we're going to be like the Joshua's and the Caleb's. We're not going to look at the ites on the land and say they're too big. They're too fortified. The giants in the promised land, not, you know, the deep state cabal or whoever it is that, you know, I mean, the battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against strongholds and principalities. But in the natural, when we look at the enemy and we just say, wow, they're fortified. Wow, they're they're giant. They're so well funded. How are we ever going to beat these guys? But then we have to look like Joshua and Caleb and remember who we are and what we're capable of doing and just say, you know, what is as fortified as they look and as giant as they are, you know, we're going to be like David and take that smooth stone and walk in there in faith and, and know that God is going to give us the victory. That's what's going to happen here. But we guard our heart against the assignments of the enemy because there's many things that are set to ensnare us, to deceive us, to trap us. To, to get us to be distracted so that we're not focused on what the Lord has for us. What does God have for us? What is his intention for us in 2022? I believe it's complete victory. I believe it's us going into the promised land and taking back the territory of the kingdom of God and seeing miracles and signs and wonders and walking forward in this revival that's happening. I believe that wholeheartedly. But what does it take to get there? It definitely takes repentance. And it definitely takes a pure heart and pure motives. And unfortunately, there's still a lot of people that don't have that. I, I just, and again, I have to die to my flesh daily. Sometimes I get off course. You know, I start thinking things that are in the flesh and the Lord rebukes me. And so that's what I'm saying. We just, we have to know how to course correct and we have to have mercy and we have to have grace. You know, to, to much is given, much is required. But God has also forgiven us of much. He's, he's, he's you know, he saved a wretch like me. He forgave me of much. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, you get up for a while and, you know, and what I mean by that is you're not in the world anymore and the Lord's blessing your life and your, you know, his favor's on you. And you sometimes you forget all the mercy and the grace that's been extended to you. And you forget everything that God's done for you. And all of a sudden people just get really prideful and they start, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that person. Yeah. Yeah. Look what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, wait a minute here. Do you remember where you came from? Don't forget it. Don't forget, there's, there's haters even in the church. There's haters in the church. I hate to say it, but it's true. There's manipulators in the church and haters, just like in the world. When I was in the world in Hollywood and, you know, I was in the scene out there and everything, there was haters. There was people, we called them haters. Now, back then, I think we called them player haters. I'm not a player, okay? But, you know, we called them haters because they were jealous. They were envious. They wanted what we had. They wanted our stature. They wanted our position. They wanted our life. Well, first of all, I'll tell you in the ministry, it, it, if it looks glamorous, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not, okay? There's extreme amount of warfare and it's not, you know, if it appears in any way glamorous, I'm just going to tell you it's not. But besides that, there's still people that they want what you have. They want your position. They want, you, you know, they think that you've got it all figured out and they think that, you know, and so they get jealous. They sit back and they go, I don't like that. I don't like what I see, you know, and they start hating and manipulating and scheming and plotting. And it happens to people that are even in ministry positions. I hate to tell you, but I've seen it too many times. Haters. So there's haters in the church. And, and how do we respond to haters in the church? We've got to understand that we can't, get, we can't get in the mud with them. We can't sling with them. I know I talked about this the other day, but you're gonna experience this, especially I believe this group is destined. If the Lord hasn't expanded your territory yet, which many of you he has, 
But as, as you continue to walk in the anointing, because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage, and the Lord is going to expand your territory. And listen to this preacher right now, because I'm telling you how this goes down. Because I've lived this out for years now. And I'm going to tell you how this goes down. There's, there's people that get jealous of you and envious and manipulative, and they, they plot and they scheme, and they make up lies about you. And unfortunately, other people sometimes buy into that, and they don't even ask you if it's true. And then all of a sudden you have to navigate this situation, which is a completely made up situation, but it's a real situation because you're having to navigate it because somebody hated on you. They got jealous. So, so this is why we have to guard this community because this is a holy place. This is holy ground. The Lord has something he wants to do here. And so we want to steward what he's done here in, in bringing us together. We want to steward this correctly so we can be most effective for the kingdom. And that's why I'm saying, like, it's not about my name and it's not about, ooh, Pastor Todd's speaking here. Ooh, he's on this flyer. Ooh, you know, no. If the Lord says go, we go. But we go to be effective for the kingdom and it's about souls. We're not going for the fame and the glory of it. And if it, it starts getting to be like that, we're off. Hear me. I mean this wholeheartedly. Come out from among them. It's not about a name. When I say that, I think there's, you know, I, listen, when I said that a while back, there were certain people that manifested over that. They didn't like that I said that because, do you know why? Because they thought I was calling them out. Why? Because they're convicted. They're convicted. Because maybe in their heart, there's something. I'm not saying that they're a fraud or they're a phony, but something in their heart, okay, didn't like what I said because there's something that's off there. Because to us, you know, again, we're not perfect. We don't have it all figured out. But I will tell you this, I fear the Lord. And it's not a bad fear. It's a healthy fear. I fear the Lord because I know what the Lord is capable of doing. And I don't mock God. And I don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit of the living God. And if I'm off, you better believe I'm on my face repenting and course correcting. And I can't sit here and look at what this minister or that minister is doing, how many followers they have, what, what speaking engagements they have. Well, God bless them. Open the doors for them if they're sincere. Lord, I want them to succeed. I want them to thrive. I celebrate with them when the Lord does something in their life. But when it becomes a wrong motive or it starts, they start getting pride, you could tell when the pride comes in. And we have to guard our hearts against that. We can't let that happen here. This is holy ground. And where we're going is holy. And so we need to be consecrated and set apart. And I know some people don't like this message. They don't like the message of repentance. They don't like the message of holiness and purity and righteousness and being set apart and being a Nazarite. But I'm going to tell you, if you want the fullness and you want to walk in the, in the full anointing of what God has available for your life, then don't worry about what this one said or what that one said. Worry about what God says. And walking in holiness and purity and righteousness is going to set you up for success, my friend. And I, I, can't, I have to tell you the truth. Because that, you know, look, I got stabbed nine times. I went in the presence of the Lord. The Lord said, you know, you got to tell them the truth. Tell them, tell them that I'm real. Tell them, you know, tell them about me. Tell them how to be on fire for me. So I have to do that. That's the mandate that the Lord has given me. If I get off course on that one, then I'm off. And the Lord has explained us in his word how to be successful on this earth. And it's not from the accolades and the pats on the back, back from other men. And it's not about people recognizing your ministry or your name. I'm sorry, that's not what it's about. This is a holy mission. It's for souls. It's an end time harvest mission. It's to set people free, to get them saved, to get them delivered. We're, we're, we're witnessing and we're going to witness more miracles, signs, and wonders. This is a pure move of God. We got to get out of the way. And so God said, guard this group. Guard this group. 
come out from among them. So we're very effective when we have the radio show. I don't know if I mentioned this on this broadcast, but if I didn't, uh, I'll mention it now. If I did, please forgive me. But, you know, every time we put out a broadcast, we get about 100,000 downloads or more. So every time we, we put out one of these broadcasts, about 100,000 people listen. So that's effective for the kingdom. And it's not a numbers game. I'm not saying that, but God has given us this platform here. And he's doing that for a reason because we have to stay on course. And, and again, this isn't a bragging situation. This is because we have to stay on course and stay on the mission. You see what I'm saying? And if we get off course, we have to course correct. And the mission is holiness, purity, righteousness, souls, preaching the entirety of the word of God, exposing lies and corruption, and, and, and you know, doing that when the Lord says to do it only. We're not heresy hunters. We're not sitting here talking about a bunch of other ministries and naming names and all this stuff. People say, well, name the names. Yeah, if the Lord says to name the name, I'll name the name. But if he doesn't, I'm going to let him be my defense. He goes before me. This isn't like me beefing with other people. That's silly. That's worldly stuff. This is about a, a holy mission. Listen, there's people that are listening to this program that haven't been in church for 20 years, but all of a sudden the Lord started stirring something inside your heart and you're coming to know Jesus and you're going deeper. That is precious and we have to guard that because that's what this is about. This movement is a, is a great thing. It's an end time harvest. It's a powerful thing, but there are grifters and there are people that are taking advantage and there are people that have the wrong motives and the Lord says, come out from among them and be focused on the mission. It's a pure mission, very, very pure, very holy. And the Lord is gonna be with us and he's gonna do very powerful things. But if he's separating you from somebody, don't fight it. Just let the Lord do what he's gonna do. Sometimes it's confusing. Sometimes we don't understand. Why is he separating us from this person? We don't know. But you know what? He's doing it for a reason. Sometimes it's multiple people at the same time. All of a sudden, you lose a whole group of friends. You're like, what in the world just happened? Well, God just separated you because something is going to happen with that group. And maybe we don't know yet what's going to happen. But he's saying, I don't want you to get entangled with that. Come out from among them. So that's why we course correct. We go into the secret place. We make sure we're listening to what the Lord said. We're not better than anybody. This is just what God says to do according to his word. Test the spirits. Be ye holy for I am holy. Repentance is key. Amen. Anyway, I know I kind of just went off on a little tangent there. Uh, but I hope you understand what I'm saying. I think this is very important. Listen, we're going to be right back at the second half of the show. Very, very important. I'm going to go through what God has given me as far as 2022, what we need to be focused on. It's, it's pretty powerful. So stay tuned. This is the Todd Coconato Show. The remnant, it is 1229-2021. We'll be right back. Well, friends, we are through 2021 and going into 2022. Can you believe this? And I just want to thank you for listening to the Todd Coconato Show. We are fully listener supported, as you know. And so we appreciate your giving. And uh, if you want to get in a last minute giving for 2021, uh, we are a nonprofit organization. So you can get a tax deduction and you can go to www.toddcoconato.com, C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com slash give and help support this very important mission. And we are so humbled by you. We're so thankful for you. I pray blessings and favor over you in this new year and that what you give and the seed that, seed that you sow is given back, pressed down, shaken together, and running over in Jesus' name. God bless you. 
Hey everybody, Pastor Todd here, and I just want to thank MyPillow.com and Mike Lindell for being a sponsor of this program, MyPillow.com, Mike Lindell. And this man is a patriot. He's out there fighting for our nation. He's been banned by a lot of these, um, you know, outlets and uh, retail chain stores, big box retail. And so uh, while you support Mike Lindell at MyPillow.com with the promo code, promo code REMNANT, R-E-M-N-A-N-T, promo code REMNANT, or you can use R-M-N-T. So either REMNANT or R-M-N-T, when you go to MyPillow.com and you order anything using the promo code REMNANT, almost 50% of that goes to this broadcast. So it's a huge blessing for us. You're also supporting an American company with a patriot as the CEO, Mike Lindell. And so thank you for your support. We greatly appreciate it. We want to thank MyPillow.com. Thank Mike Lindell, but thank you listeners for being supportive of what God is doing in this ministry. Greatly appreciate you. Thank you. All right, everybody, we're back. This is the Todd Coconato Show on this 1229-2021 edition. So glad that you're tuned in right now. And I know, look, I really um, don't like doing those commercials. I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't really like the commercials. Um, In fact, for many, many years, I fought doing commercials because I was just like, I don't want to do commercials. But, you know, we have to pay the bills. And uh, so that's the way we do it, you know. And um, so I know you understand, but please just know my heart. (laughs) Both my wife and I and all of us, we just hate doing that. I'm going to be real with you. We hate it. But when you do support, you know, the program, uh, it it really helps us. and we're able to do the things that we're doing. So thank you so much. And please know my heart on it. I mean, honestly, it really bothers me. Uh, but we do have to do it. We have to do it to support the program. We, that's the only way that we do this. And we're, we're going to expand in 2022. We're going to reach more households and more people for the kingdom. And um, it, it's a very important mission, friends. So thank you so much for your support. It really, really means the world to me. Um, I'm going to go through a... So I put up... Um, you know, post. And it was, it was something that happened at 327 in the morning where the Lord woke me up and gave me this word for 2022. And so for the second half of the program for the next about half hour or so, uh, we're going to go through uh, this post because I think it's a real roadmap for 2022. And it's just, I really believe this is just God's heart uh, for this hour. And um, so let me read this to you. Uh, 2022 is at our doorstop, doorstep. This is a word I believe for all of us. And I believe this is for me too, by the way. It says, the Lord has given us much revelation in 2021. Many things have been revealed to us. Ain't that the truth? It's time to be sincere, sold out, to get real about our faith. This has never been more clear than it is right now. The church is meant to be the head and not the tail. Okay, no more apathy, no more complacency, right? Listen to the voice of the Lord. What is God saying? In 2022, we must stay focused focused on the call of God on our life. Yes, he's called you. He's called me. Focused on his everlasting word, the word of God. Focused on having a true relationship with him. We don't want to be one of these people where the Lord says, I never knew you. Depart from me, workers of iniquity, right? We don't want to be that person. Focused on making disciples, being about the great commission, okay? Going out and making disciples, mentoring people, discipling them, teaching them the ways of the Lord, getting them baptized, okay? All very important things. The Bible does say to be baptized. doesn't mean it's going to stop you from going to heaven if you're not baptized, but it's a commandment of the Lord. 
It's something we should do. It's an outward expression of an inward change. Lay hands on the sick, number five, and they will be healed. Lay hands on the sick and they will be healed. Do not forsake the assembling together of the brethren. Number six, we can't close down the churches ever, ever again. Okay, we're meant to assemble. It's very important that we assemble. And I don't care what variant or what nonsense they're talking about tomorrow. We must keep the churches open. My house shall be a house of prayer. Lay hands on the sick and they'll be healed, right? We've got to be about the business of the Lord and we can't be the pathetic church that closes down. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna keep it real. Actually, I'm not sorry. Um, his word is true and holy. It holds the answers and the keys to our success, both in this world as well as in eternity. Our faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God. That's the scripture. Know the word. Get into the word deeper than ever before. Spend time in the secret place. How often do we talk about that, right? Then God gets into this with me, okay? And I think this is very important. We got to talk about this. We must avoid making idols. This isn't going to be a popular message, but you got to hear this because this is the heart of the Lord. I really believe that, okay? It's not because I said it. Don't follow Todd, follow God. But this is God's word and this is God's heart. Idolatry has always been a sign of the people of God becoming distracted and deceived in this critical hour when God is calling us and the entirety of the church, the ecclesia, the body of Christ, to return to holiness, purity, righteousness, and the truth of God's word. The enemy seeks to continue to distract us with things. Things are temporal. They're unimportant in the grand scheme. Also, many are distracted with fame and or followers, followings. Some make idols of people or positions, stature. We must overcome these fleshly desires and repent of the idols we have made. There shall be no other gods before our God. He comes back for a church without spot nor wrinkle. We must stay on the straight and narrow path. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Now here's the next subject, repentance. Repentance is essential and a key to revival, the key to revival. As more finally get uh, to the level of desperation for God and for a move of God, people will begin to realize that there will not be a full breakthrough until there's corporate repentance. This has always taken place to some degree. Um, sorry, this has already taken place to some degree, but must become the norm. So yes, there's been repentance, but it's got to become the norm in the true body of Christ. We must understand the significance and importance of repentance. We must walk in this manner and stop participating in repetitive unrepentant sin or compromise. We can't allow compromise in. We must lovingly confront sin and adhere to the protocol of God's word. Sounds pretty easy, right? A little leaven leavens the whole lump. Be set apart. Uh, he says in the scripture in Revelation, I will spit out the lukewarm. Uh, we talk about the scripture in 2 Chronicles 7, 14. It says, if my people are called by my name, you know that scripture. Let's go on to the next subject. Now we must be like Joshua and Caleb. God has promised us a victory. He goes before us. Our job is to take our positions and stand. We cannot be like the 10 spies who saw the giants on the land. I'm talking about the promised land and said they're too big. They're too fortified. If God has promised us that he will move, he will. But we must have big faith. This is a season of big faith. We will enter into the promised land if we understand who we are and who God is. In other words, who's the God that we serve? He's willing, he's able. He sits on the throne of glory. He's the creator of all things, heaven and earth. He will not leave us, he will not forsake us. He says it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. And uh, you can look at a scripture reference there in Second Chronicles 20. 
God wants to do miracles. Next subject. He wants to do miracles. Miracles still happen today. Yes, they do. God is still in the miracle working business. The church has the authority to cancel the assignments of hell. Yes, we do. This includes the pestilence and the global pandemic of fear. The enemy is using fear to control and take away our freedoms. But where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. This is the real answer. The real answer to our problem. His name is Jesus. We need more of God. We need more of his Holy Spirit. Revival is new life. We must fight to be on fire for God and learn to operate in the spirit because the battle we are fighting is for the soul of America and for control of the world. It's a battle between light and darkness. The whole world is involved. It's a spiritual battle at the highest of levels. We must call upon the name of the Lord and cry out to him and he will spare our nation, your nation, if the people of God truly repent, he will. If this nation is restored, then it will reverberate throughout the whole world. I believe that. The attack on the family is no mistake. The attack on fathers and masculinity is no mistake. The enemy seeks to pervert God's greatest creation, which is us, humans. He made us in his own image and likeness. Satan seeks to mock what God has made for good and pervert it. Of course he does. We must identify this for what it is. It's demonic. We must uh, not, um, excuse me here, we are not crazy to know how God intended us to live, which is according to his word. We're not crazy. We're not crazy to think marriage is between a man and a woman. We're not crazy, okay, to think that God intended things the way that he says in his word. That's actually what he says in his word. We didn't make it up. It's not about what we believe. We do believe it, but it's about what God said. I didn't just make up some rule and say, okay, now you got to live by this. These are God's rules, God's law, God's truth, the truth. It's not his truth. It's not her truth. It's the truth. God wants us to prosper, but prosperity can also be an idol. Have you seen that? Be careful not to be enticed by the offerings of this world. These things are often meant to allure us away from God's heart and humility. It's okay to have nice things, but we cannot allow them to become an idol. Self-love in an unhealthy, obsessive way, I think you know what I'm talking about, is a major idol of this hour. This false reality is offered up by the devil to keep us from living in a righteous manner and also from loving others like Christ. If we're so obsessed and in love with ourselves more than God or others, then there's no way that we can truly be in alignment with God or show his love as he instructs, which is agape. Love thy neighbor, he says. Pride comes before a fall, he says. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. Bless those who curse you. He is my defense. Here's the mandate. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Forgive others. Have big faith. Trust in the Lord. Operating the anointing. This comes from accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior through repentance, spending time in the secret place, and walking in a righteous manner. The grass is not greener on the other side. Next subject. Do not compare yourself to anyone else. You are unique. No one else can be you. You cannot be anyone else. Don't try. That's a good thing. Water your own lawn and it will grow. Show the love of the Father and those around you will flourish. The grass on the other side is misrepresented. It's not as green as it appears. Resist the devil and he will flee. Guard your mind. Die to your flesh. I believe we're meant and destined for the promised land. 
we must do our part and God will do his. Let's be like Joshua and Caleb and believe what God has said. Let's have big faith and walk into his promises. God's favor and blessing is upon those who truly love him and serve him. Hallelujah. Friends, I got that word at like three in the morning. You know, like I said, 327 or so in the morning. I was up for several hours. I was praying. I was interceding. My heart is to be in alignment with the Holy Spirit. I'm very humbled that God has me doing what he has me doing. Uh, The warfare has been intense. It's tried to hit me in every different area of my life. It's tried to come after my finances. It's tried to come after my reputation. It's tried to come after just about everything, relationships, all of it. But we have endured, okay? The Bible says weeping may endure through the night, but joy comes in the morning. We've endured. We know that God doesn't give us more than we can handle. He's anointed this group. He's given us great favor. He's given us authority. He's given us a mission. We can't grow weary. We can't have doubt. I will tell you, I was preaching somewhere recently, and I was astonished and shocked by the amount of people that were walking in tremendous amounts of doubt. We've got to take the scripture seriously. Where it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, that's what he says. He means it. We've got to trust in the Lord. He didn't just take us all the way to get here so that he would then abandon us and leave us, okay? Don't be like those 10 people, those 10 spies that looked and said, the army is too vast, they're they're giants, they're fortified, they're on our land and there's no way we can win. We've got to be the Joshua and Caleb's. That requires faith. And I'm talking big faith, okay? I know the Bible says faith is a mustard seed will move the mountain, and I agree. But big faith is going to do even more. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. With faith, you can move that mountain. Okay, so here's the deal. We got to move the mountain. There's a mountain. There's giants on the land. They're fortified. They're big. But we've got to be the Davids with the smooth stone, and we got to walk in with the faith, and we've got to take back the territory. That's the mission. And what I mean by taking back the territory is the church has to be the head, not the tail. Look, there's going to be great politicians that are raised up. There's probably going to be some miracles that we see. We're praying that the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade. We're praying that this is a year of tremendous victory in the middle of the calamity because it's the best of times and the worst of times at the same time. And so there's many moving parts and there's many things happening at once. But what we have to remember in this group is it's not about this one or that one or what this one said or what that one did. It's about the move of the Holy Spirit and that is a God thing. And, and if, we're, if we're in the flow of the spirit and we're walking with purity and if we're course correcting and we're repentant and, and we have a heart for, for the Lord and not for what we desire and we walk in that manner upright and set apart and, and hunger and thirst for righteousness. If we do this, God is going to expand our territory and give us a tremendous victory. How did we get to where we are now? It was by that exact approach. Okay, how did God do all this? He did something here with this group. It's very, very powerful what he's done. And so what the Lord is saying is come out from among them, guard your heart, protect what I've given you. Don't just give it away. Don't just align with somebody just because they kind of look like they might fit into this group. We've got to be wise. It doesn't mean that we just are like an island or we're by ourselves. No, but there's thousands of us, friends. And there's some people that you may not have a big ministry. You may not have, look, I know uh, there's a guy I can think of right now that's a dear friend and we write each other often. And I don't know that he has a big ministry, but he is one of the most anointed people I can think of. 
and very remnant and very pure in his in his motives. I mean, the guy is humble and he's anointed. And when he walks into a room, you better believe the atmosphere changes because of the Holy Spirit in him. And these are the types of people that I want to align with. Okay, the people that are willing to do this for the Lord. That's the people. It's not. Look, there's going to be some big names that come through here once in a while that are on the show and everything like that. And that's fine because that's what we do. We have a we have a radio show. We interview guests. I get it. But the thing is, is that we're looking for the people that get it, that say, you know what? I'm about the mission. I'm about the mission. This is about the Lord, to know him and to make him known. Right? Because we got to come out from the weeds. We got to get out of the weeds. We got to get out of the, with the complacency, the apathy, the celebrity culture that's been made in the church, people that are, you know, trying to get rich and all this different stuff and, and these unpure motives. And it's hurt a lot of people and it's done a lot of damage. But God is saying he's coming back for a church, church without spot nor wrinkle. And we're going into this year, 2022. And, and what the Lord is saying is where we're going is holy. Where we're going is holy. And so when the pride comes in and the people start thinking they're, they're, you know, all of a sudden they forget where they came from and they forget what God's done in their life and they lack mercy and they believe lies before they don't even go through biblical protocol and all these different things that we see happening, the infighting and all the different stuff. And you say, well, I don't see any of that. Well, that's good. I do. I'm on the front lines here, as you know, and I see a lot of it. So maybe you haven't seen it and that's good, but I'm telling you it's happening. And so we've got to stay pure in our motives. And if we do that and we, and we walk in a righteous manner, again, I know I sound like a broken record, but if we do this, if we do these things, God is going to give us a powerful victory, okay? A powerful victory. And I know many of you have been hurt. I've read your letters, and I know many of you have been hurt. I just want to tell you this right now. Even though you've been hurt, you're not done. Get up, brush your shoulders off. This is about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, who is real. His name, I'm telling you, demons tremble. They have to flee in the name of Jesus. You're going through a financial situation. You're going through a bad marriage. Fight for it. Call upon the name of the Lord. I'm not saying there aren't certain situations where the Lord says it's okay to get out, but I'm just saying fight, fight, fight. Don't grow weary. Stand on the promises of God over your life. Hope in a future. Yes and amen. He's called you by name. If you've already gone through a situation and you may be regretting it, maybe an abortion, a bad marriage, you got out of it, all these things, whatever, that's fine. You know what? Repent. Repent for your part of it and move forward and don't look back. Don't look back. You are, you are a new creation today. God has anointed you. Everything that you've been through, nothing of that will be wasted. God is going to use it for his glory. He's going to turn around what was meant for evil and use it for good. And, and you're, listen, you have to understand the favor on your life. You have to understand the favor and what that means to have that favor that you have. You know, it means it's powerful. I'm telling you, the anointing and the, and the favor that you have, it, it, you're going to see things that look impossible happen. I've seen it. Things that I never thought could happen, but God did. And I'm believing for a breakthrough in your situation. We're going to stand with you. Anyway, I've said a lot today. I hope you see my heart. I hope you understand what I'm saying here. I love you guys. I appreciate you. 2022 is going to be a very powerful year for us. We're going to guard this community. We're going to guard our hearts, but we're going to walk into the promised land together and we're going to see 
tremendous things, things that we couldn't even imagine, things that I'm telling you, miracles, miracles, people getting out of wheelchairs, the worst marriage ever restored, people that have been diagnosed with cancer, it's, it's metastasized. The doctors say there's no hope, but God's going to take it right out. It's going to be powerful. Get ready. Buckle up. Buckle up for 2022. I love you guys so much. I hope you see my heart today. Thank you for listening. God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow, I think, with the Todd Coconut Podcast. And then we're going to get real serious in the new year. We're going to do these shows four days a week, every day. All right. Love you guys. Bless you. We'll talk to you soon.